When does the age of Aquarius begin? So this is a discussion I got into on Instagram recently and comments on uh, one of Robert Grant's re recent posts. And so uh, I wanted to know when other people thought it began and why, like how do you calculate that, okay? So you need to know a little bit about the precession of the equinoxes, basically this, this huge circle that the wobble of the earth makes in the sky every 26,000 years, which makes each one of the 12 signs of the zodiac, or 13 if you count Ophiuchus, uh, take about a little over 2,000 years to go through each one of the signs. Okay, so this was asked on... Uh, uh, the comments on, on Grant's page. And so I put here, here are various calculations for the beginning of the age of Aquarius. Astrologer Amaya Sama, December 2020. Philosopher Sam Weor, February of 1962. Polymath Gene Mias with a whole bunch of astrologers, hundreds of years in the future, 2597. And I say the vernal equinox of this year. Okay. So Robert Grant mentioned that one kind of evidence you could look at here is kind of the sociological evidence where Moses, you know, that was the, the time of the, the bull and sacrifice. And then Jesus, that was the, the time of the, the fish is the symbol of Christianity. So that's Pisces. And so now we seem to be entering the age of Aquarius. And I, I, I agree with that. You know, I also uh, quote Mark 14, 13 here, where Jesus tells his disciples who are preparing the final Passover for him. Go into the city, and there you shall find a man bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him. That's like Aquarius. So these uh, comments took place on a post that Robert did about the Grantahedron, basically uh, him solving the uh, the melancholy uh, work of Durier. And uh, I was interested that he, on in the same post, he put his Alpha and Omega, the Alpha and Omega, over the, the King's Chamber. Very interesting. It's a thing I'm going to study next month when I lead the October adventure to Egypt. Last minute people, welcome. Okay, listen to this now. Okay, this is meant to be a simple illustration of why there are two widely disparate groupings of predictions or I should say calculations, for when the age of Aquarius is to begin. So I've got here, you know, you can see that here's Pisces and here's Aquarius. Of course, this would be Aries over here and this would be Taurus. Okay, so there's the, the circle of the zodiac divided into 12 parts. When I'm putting the focus here on Pisces, the age we've been in, and Aquarius, the age we're moving into or are into, or are going to be into a long time in the future, depending on how you look at this. So I want to explain how I think the major, and, and I'm doing this for, uh, uh, you know, an Instagram discussion we're having on Robert Grant's page. So Robert and I were getting into it a little bit. I agree with Robert that we are in the age of Aquarius. And uh, so this is why I think the, the people that are saying, no, it's in the future, because if you do an internet search, a lot of astrologers saying it's in the future. It's like in 2500, okay? <clears throat> why? And here's why. So the, in, in the zodiac, the, the uh, vernal equinox is often called the first point of Aries because, uh, you know, this would be Aries here. here. Let, me, let me use this end of the compass. This would be Aries here, and this would be Taurus. Okay, so for 2,000 years, we we're in Taurus roughly, 2,000 years in Aries. We're just finishing the 2,000 years of Pisces, and we're entering the age of Aquarius. Okay, so roughly, you know, 4,000 to 2,000 B.C., 2,000 to uh, the time of Christ, 
uh, and then the age of Pisces for the 2,000 years of roughly the Christian era, and now we're entering this age of Aquarius, okay? So, so the fact that the that the vernal equinox is called the first point of Aries shows that astrology was developed during this period. You know, it, I mean, as a, as a science, you know, following the Babylonian tables in Mesopotamia, because they were, the vernal equinox was in Aries. But now, you know, since we're over here on the cusp of Pisces and Aquarius, it would be inappropriate to call the vernal equinox the first point of Aries, but astrologers still still do it because here's why. And so here's the essence of this illustration because actually I have two zodiacs here. I, I put one on a plastic sheet to show that at one time, you know, astrologers and astronomers were following the same heavens. But uh, let's say that this bottom one then is, is uh, astronomers. So astronomers know that the precession of the equinoxes happened and that's what, what it means that we're moving from Pisces into Aquarius because, you know, the, the heavens shift. The heavens shifted because of the precession of the equinoxes. Oh, but the problem is astrologers who spin charts and are not really observing the heavens, um, you know, as, as the precession of the equinoxes happened, they still use the same star chart. So look at where Aquarius is in, in the one chart that astrologers use, at least many astrologers, and look at where Aquarius is by the astronomers or what your naked eye sees when you look up at the sky yourself. Oh, look, there's Aquarius in the sky. So it's not where astrologers say Aquarius is. So sorry if you say, well, my sun sign is Aquarius, I'm an Aquarian. No, you're not based on what's actually in the sky, but you are based on what astrologers say the divisions of the sky are called. So basically astrologers are picking out a certain area of the sky and naming it, whereas astronomers are naming the actual constellations where they really are right now because they followed precession of the equinoxes and the astrologers haven't kept up that way. So there still could be some truth in, in astrology, but I tend to think, eh, you know, you should probably really follow what's there and not what used to be there. Okay, there's my explanation. Okay, so uh, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. This is Jupiter aligned with Mars, which took place the vernal equinox of 2020. That alignment, Jupiter aligned with Mars. And of course, you know, I'm an old hippie and one of the big songs in the 60s was by the fifth dimension, let the sun shine in and Aquarius. When the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars and peace surrounds the planets and love will fill the stars. The dawning of the age of Aquarius. Okay, so my explanation for why I believe the age of Aquarius dawned on the vernal equinox, well, the first reason I just showed you, this took place at the vernal equinox this year. Jupiter aligned with Mars, and the song says that we was our theme song in the 60s, you know, the age of Aquarius. It said that this had to happen. Okay, secondly, that E there is the ecliptic, and that's the eastern point. So the vernal equinox... It, it, that's the, the de defining point for the vernal equinox. So Pisces has just finished going through. You can see this at the vernal equinox. This is where Pisces actually was when the sun came up. So I'm using the point at which the sun came up on the vernal equinox. That's not the official beginning, some would say, of the vernal equinox. But for me, practically, it is. 
So that I'm just explaining how I come up with. You can disagree, but at least I'm explaining why I'm saying the age of Aquarius began at the vernal equinox of this year, because I showed you, first of all, that Jupiter aligned with Mars. And then secondly, I'm showing you here that Pisces had just finished going through the ecliptic. It was done. And finally, the slam dunk here is here's Aquarius. Now that yellow line's the ecliptic. And that's where the sun was. When the sun was coming up, look where Aquarius was. You can see that the splash of the water down below totally hits that ecliptic line as almost does the uh, the yoke on Aquarius. And did I say yoke? So I'll finish with now that I've explained why I think the age of Aquarius began on the vernal equinox, because that's when at, at the sunrise moment of the vernal equinox of this year, this is where Aquarius was directly on the ecliptic, the place of the vernal equinox. Okay, so I want to add something about the yoke, though. So uh, one of the people that was reading this stuff between Robert Grant and I on Instagram said, Hello, good sir. I saw you writing about Aquarius and pouring out both kinds of water, healing and wrath. You know, that is true. And I, I mentioned that uh, we often think of water as healing, and we think of the age of Aquarius as if this guy pouring healing water. And, and, and uh, biblically, uh, soft-flowing water is a symbol of the Spirit and a symbol of healing. But strong-falling waters are a symbol of wrath, a symbol of destruction. And when you pour that much water from on high, that can lead to some serious stuff. And I mention that because there's a yoke. The water bearer that's the sign of Aquarius is wearing a yoke. Well, what's so burdensome if he's just pouring out wonderful spirit to people? You know, the new age, the new paradigm is taking over. And of course that's happening. I'm saying they're both happening together. That healing and wrath are part of the new paradigm, the new age that's being poured in through the age of Aquarius. If you're not, you know, on the healing program, you might be subject to the wrath. Okay, well, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.